salutations. Welcome to Onward and Upward, a Kansas City podcast. My name is Blake Rumsey. I'm your host. And today is June 1st of 2019. We've got a special show today. Aside from our usual news items, I have a guest with me today, Mr. Nate Irby of Street Wave Podcast. Hey, what's good? What's good, everybody? Um, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me, man. Oh yeah, thanks for thanks for hosting me and and bro and all I'm, that. He's, I'm stoked about getting to know the city more. Yeah, I'm dude. I'm really really stoked about it. Yeah, it's gonna be it, well. It's it's been it's been fun and it continues to be fun. Everything's there's always something new. This this week's a little is a little on the slow side. And I think it's because or the past two weeks and it's I think it's because we've been transitioning into summer and everybody's on vacation and everybody's graduating and so there's not as not as many news items as I usually have, but uh, we do have we do have enough that's worth covering, and, and maybe we can get into some other discussion stuff as, as time goes on. But um, yeah, for those who uh, to get back to Nate, who don't know who Nate is, Nate is the owner and founder and host of Streetwave Podcast, which is the umbrella uh, podcast network in which this this program is is under. And Nate and I have been friends for about three and a half years. We've been uh, uh, we've been coworkers for for about for two, about two yeah. until just recently. And uh, yes, yeah, and Nate's Nate's got a new uh, new deal coming up in the future, working in podcasting for other people. Do you want to do you want to talk a little bit about that? What what you're going to be doing? Um, if we can talk about it. I, yeah, that's true. Um, probably you know, not right now. Yeah, but. the I love to put out that news soon. Yeah. Um, but we've just got to do some uh, some signing and some agreements. So. Yeah, yeah. Needless to say, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. We it's it will be great. Definitely. So, Nate's um, Nate's been doing this for about a year and a quarter, year almost a year and a half, and uh, he's been an inspiration to just watch do his come up from just being an idea he we were working with as you know. Working in the coffee shop and just sitting around talking about it, and then going to actually making it happen and doing doing something that has really that nobody else is doing and is it is making uh, making waves no, no pun intended hey. uh, of a different kind maybe a little bit maybe a little bit yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. making some street waves right yeah yeah, <laughs> so, right. yeah so that's uh, so. So yeah, we it's an it's an exciting. This is going to be an exciting summer for Street Wave. Uh, do you want to do you want to talk about a little bit what you're going to be doing over the summer? Since yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for those I, who I, do know and don't know, uh, yeah, I I definitely love to tell. Um, so June 20th, um, we don't have a time right now, um, but that is a Thursday uh, evening at Kobe Q, which is on Grand, uh, very close to Messenger Coffee, um, just like maybe half a block or less yeah, something up from like that. there on the right side of the road. Um, we'll be doing our first uh, summer show. So we did the summer series last year. Um, so this is actually our like second annual um, live podcast show. Uh, we've got amazing guests and amazing artists to perform for the first month. So we're really, really looking forward to um, to the night, to, um, to really tell stories and to be inspired. Um, yeah. Uh, it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a good time for sure. Fantastico, fantastico. Well, with that being said, I don't have anything else to to update on, but uh, let's just get into the to the news. 
So our first bit of news is uh, is restaurant related, and it's going on up in the library district slash garment district, wherever those boundaries kind of get foggy. But uh, this is related to Mildred's. Mildred's, for those of you who don't know, is a long, long established uh, cafe in the downtown area. Been down there for I think 22 years or something close. It's been a long, long time. But Mildred's is moving from their address at 10 Main at what used to be the old AMC headquarters to uh, the LaRue building um, on not, at 908 Baltimore. So right, so it's right behind the, the parking garage of the library, the Kansas City Library. And, around, and so it's the thing that's next to it that's the entrances around the corner is Milwaukee Delicatessen. And, uh, and which is next to that is Banksia, the Australian bakery. So, and then next to, and on, on this other side, on the south side, is the old Kansas City Club. And, yeah, so they're, they're moving, they're currently lo- relocating their spot, which n- not a lot of people realize that they were at 10 Main, but they are moving from that building into this one because it's, there's more traffic, it's, it's just, it's a cooler building, it's, there's a lot more things going on there right now, there's more activity, and so they're hoping to get a lot of that energy and buzz as more and more people start moving to that part of town so uh, i just want to say like where they are right now which was like a new location it no they've been in that building for over 10 years most people didn't know that that was their first location i guess before the other mildreds or maybe it was their second one i'm not i'm not quite sure on that mildreds and uh on wyandotte yeah yeah they're because they just moved across the street from 19th and terrace to that one Okay. Yeah, so that's 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 staying. That's not going anywhere, because it's a nice space. I would be shocked if they moved in the from the crossroads to downtown. But now they're moving their kiosk in in an office building. What was an office building now is uh, apartments, into, you know, an area that's more walkable and or well, it's it's all walkable, but it's got more people around at any given time. So, so yeah, Mildred's is moving there. Uh, I guess Opus which owns or not opus epoch which owns that giant ass parking lot in uh, off delaware between delaware and wyandotte in in the river market uh that's supposed to have been been done something with by now but epoch owns that building their denver based company and so i guess they were the ones that got them in but according to uh epoch they're also going to be announcing some new tenants for the Kansas City Club, I think, or something near there. Something around there, they're going to be announcing some stuff. So that's that bit for you. If, if, you find, if you're living in those areas or around those parts, that at least uh, gives you some more options that's in walking distance. Or if you find yourself at the Kansas City Library. So good for them. The LaRue building looks pretty cool. I've, some of the concept art for... Uh, Mildred's design looks pretty nice as far as... It, I have a feeling it'll look similar to their current location, which is cool. It's pretty minimalistic, right? Yeah, yeah. They, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's like minimalism meets kind of that rustic. It's kind of weird, but I, I, I like it. I like it. Um, so the next bit, we're going to jump over to, 
to the Independence Avenue again, so to the northeast neighborhoods. So there is another coffee shop opening, another one, just uh, just a few blocks away from the from Split Log's second location that we talked about last episode. There, well, the past two episodes. Well, there's another one opening up just a few blocks away. It's called Pendleton Heights Coffee. And Pendleton Heights Coffee is owned by the Hammerhand guys. So it's going to be a second concept for them. And I actually have their... They only have an Instagram, and I have that pulled up here. Uh, their deal is just to connect people, which is, you know, the usual thing that people say. But they're, uh, August 2019 is when they hope to open. So they're, they're currently, as of... This was posted yesterday, right? They have, they're working on, it's at PH Coffee KC. If you look that up, you'll find them there. But they're, six hours ago, they, they were doing uh, work on the flooring and redoing all the, all the woodwork wow. for the floor. It looks really nice. Um, so that's really awesome. Damn. It's all of a sudden, Pendleton Heights has got fucking <laughs> two plus shops. That's pretty amazing. But that's, uh, so that's, uh, that's pretty cool. But, the, uh, yeah, the, I don't know if they're just going to call it PH Coffee. It, I don't think so. It's, and they, but they've got a lot of window space. It looks like it's on a corner. So the whole thing is just just long and lots of windows. It's, yeah, this is, a, this is a large space. This is a really large space. It's at 2200 Lexington Avenue for those who don't or wondering where the hell is this place. It's at 2200 Lexington Avenue. And, yeah, that's, uh, that's another exciting bit of news. And I, I like Hammerhand. Most people probably haven't been there unless you're in the end of coffee or live up in the Northland or at least the east end of the Northland. Um, I, I really like Hammerhand. I like, the, I like Alex Morell, who's the owner of the, of the place. He's, he was a cool dude. He's, he used to work at Key, for those who don't know Alex. Uh, back in the day, he moved here from Philadelphia. Back, he moved back from Philadelphia, where he did coffee for several years. Um, worked at Key for like a year and a half, two years, and then went up and started Hammerhand. They just started roasting about a year and a half ago, something like that. Two years, yeah, year and a half ago. So they're doing that. I've had, I've had a. I just wanted to chip in on that. Yeah, yeah. I had a a great uh, time visiting that spot. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's been a minute since I've been there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I went there with Justin Kurkowski. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. So we went up there just to try some coffee. Mm-hmm. And obviously. Right, right. And it was cool at the time because their their place was like almost, it was in a building, but it was mobile at the same yes. time. Yes. Yeah, that spot. It just, it looks like, yeah. it looks like it was. It could move anywhere, they said. Right, like, yeah. If they didn't have the building the next day, it was okay because they just like move everything out. Which is really smart. Most oh. coffee shops aren't set up right. that way. I have a question for you. Yeah, yeah. So, I know you're loyal to Oddly Correct. Yes, I am there all the time. Um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not hating on it. Um, where would you find the best cappuccino in the city right now? Jeez. God, that's a hard one. One because I don't drink a lot of you cappuccinos, don't. No, you don't. but man, I just wanted to like. I would. I mean, outside of Oddly, because I love Oddly, but 
Pro- I mean, another good one, and I know this is definitely true for lattes because I've had their lattes. And, I, and I th- I've had a cap there once. It was a long time ago, though. Uh, Broadway Cafe, or Bro- yeah, Broadway Cafe, is excellent. They they do some funny things now and then. You go, well, this could be better. But they have, for a decade, ruled the roost when it comes to lattes. Two decades and a half. Yes. Yeah, they've been there a long time. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. right. They've been there a long time. Well, my favorite, my favorite coffee that they had there was the Indian Monsoon. Indian Monsoon. Right. Oh my god. Well, <laughs> that good? Huh? Best chemix outcome ever. Oh wow. Yeah. Jeez. Really I yeah. I I haven't had their coffee in a minute, but I I do enjoy it when I can get it. Um, well, it's just it's just amazing how um, coffee is still making uh treadmarks here in the city yeah it just keeps going i thought we'd plateau folks i thought we'd plateau this year i thought thought we were i thought we were okay we've we're done we're just gonna you know some some different companies will expand you know do more thou mayest you know roastery parisi uh messenger no 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 everybody everybody's making way is making plays to do stuff like it's I am rather shocked, especially because we're, we're talking about... It's one thing to talk about the suburbs. It's another thing to talk about the urban core main part of the city, the, the anchor the anchor of this of, of our city, and that is downtown, the areas are just around downtown. And to still see them bringing up friggin' coffee shops, it's just it's amazing. Well, that's why we decided on... I mean, just on a, another page, that's, that's why we decided on Kobe Q. It's like the location. Yeah. It is the exact central point of the city. It is. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. And it's personal to me. So even though El Pozo was kind of in the city, it was difficult to find. Yeah, yeah. But now this is on Grand. Right. Which is right next to, like... Totally nudes, which is titty bar. So you <laughs> yeah. can't miss this. It's yeah, a, you know, it's a couple, right. couple shots cigar box. Right. Yeah. yeah, but you just can't miss that totally nude. You're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> there it is. Okay, <laughs> I know where I'm at. If you were lost in the city, if you saw that, you knew where you were. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's so true. It's bad, but yeah, I, I would say Broadway. Um, Man, this is this is a tough one. I would go with Blip too. I think. Yeah, I was gonna say. Because we're talking about consistency more than anything else is consistency. Yeah, and Ian's on it. Yeah. yeah, and when if if your baristas are are top of their game and they're and they're paying attention, and you're not having a bunch of newbies, you know, they're doing stuff. Because I've been in that situation, you know, going from newbie to 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 you know you know being proficient and knowing what I'm doing but there's it takes time so for me it has to do I mean oh second best I mean second best is another one that's definitely right up there I, that's, that's the one and hammer I, hand yeah I haven't been to second best in a, in a long time yeah I haven't either it's, it's been, been a minute. it's been a minute been what gosh like almost two years or a year and a half I need to get down there so I, second best I'm coming for you at some point we're gonna review you. Yes, we're gonna review you and and Split Log and Pendleton Heights, and maybe someday, like I said last week, the Lottie and some of these other ones. I'm gonna come and check you guys out too. It's just a matter of t- and the P- the new PTs. It's oh, it's freaking open. The one on uh, Baltimore, at at, at uh, Power and Light Building oh, that wow. we talked about. Yeah, oh, wow. 
that's that's going to be across the street from Bladen Timber and all that. Yeah, that's, and Strata, whenever it gets built, starts building. So the so yeah, that's so another coffee shop, Pendleton Heights, by some some people that definitely know what they're doing. That's going to be awesome. Something to look forward to. And also, I, I should mention this that the and the coffee realm that Rochester Brewing and Roasting Company is also closer uh, getting real close to opening uh if you keep watching their social media they're they're uh, and by the way they're over by the rail yard so like uh crossroads west apartments and and hammer press that's right across the street that there's a side street there that goes straight south you go you go down that and you'll find their space Soon to be to, uh, near the yards, uh, 215 spot. The, or the track's 215, I'm sorry. The yards is in the West Bottoms. So Rochester's getting close to opening up. I'm interested in checking that out because, one, it's another coffee company. Two, it's a brewery, and it's at the same, in the same building. And so no, they'll be the only one of their kind in town that's doing roasting and brewing at the same time. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, we'll see who follows. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see who follows. Yeah, it's. I don't know how much experience these guys have in it. Um, I can't off the top of my head remember what their ex, uh, what their experience is with those things. I think some of them have some experience, but whatever the case, it'll be interesting. Um, I'm hoping for good things. So be keeping an eye out for the Rochester. They'll be open soon. So to the next bit that we have here let's see we have opening up at, or there's a well there's a, there's a rumor going around right now it's not a rumor actually it's more than a rumor it's it's not made public it's but it's something that's for those who are in the know know about it uh, 1822 Main so the there's an old bank there it's across the street from the what is that? That's eighteen twenty-six. So that's across the street from, from the bank. From uh, what's what's it called? The one with the horse symbol, and all that. There's like a parking lot right there. Shit, man. I can't. Oh, Lead Bank. So my apologies to Lead Bank. It's across the street. Uh, across the street from Lead Bank. So the eighteenth, and Main. Uh, there's an old bank there, an old nightclub that's next. To that's like real blue for those who remember. Just a couple low-rise buildings in that two-story bank. Well, supposedly it's been there. Or well, back on the 22nd, there was a hundred-foot geotech coring going on. So, what that means is, is that they go out and they sample down to check bedrock to see where it is and the strength of it and stuff like that, and get samples of the dirt, you know, stuff like that. So they they do all these things to make sure that you can actually build there and there's going to be any major issues, or to let you know ahead of time what could be an issue. So the company, there's, there's something going there. The rumor is that it's a law firm. This is according to the guys at KC RAG that, are, are, that have been talking about it. One of them found out and started talking about it, and so other people have been looking into it. A guy from Burns and McDonald that were, that is on the deal said that Burns and McDonald is doing some of the work on it, and from what he could gather, it was an eight-story building for a law firm that was moving from the crossroads. Another guy chimed in 
and said that he believed it was, or he was told through his source that it was the the company of uh, Steve. What is it? Uh, Steve Stuive and Siegel, something like that. That that was who was yeah that that was the name of the company that, that was moving. Sounds very in. Swedish. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's it's an, yeah just one of those law firms down there. So they're, that's the rumored, mo- uh, mover in to the spot. But they I'm I'm assuming they want to expand and it's, you know it's it's the it's along the streetcar line. It gets you more attention. Um, it may be it may be. Not maybe necessarily cheaper, but better in some ways than being in the crossroads and, and a lot of the restrictions that are there because of the whole, the bowl, the bowl, we got to save the, the plaza bowl, which I get, but it's a bowl. It's, it's, a, it's a aesthetic when you look out your window, um, which I appreciate, but at the same time, you also need, you need to freaking build up their core, guys. Come on. We need, we need money in the, in the people, so... Anyway, so that's going on, and this was also, and this was confirmed. This was confirmed on uh, Twitter by John Stevens, Port KC. He confirmed on his Twitter uh, just this past week, I guess, or earlier this week, that there is activity on the property. There is something going in. Supposedly, as someone else found out, they they did some digging and found that there's supposed to be some ground floor retail and supposed to be a bakery or something like that that potentially so there's there's it's a mixed use building i'd hate to see that bank go though it has a really cool stone facade that was built like 1920 and it just it's or maybe older maybe like 1910 and it's gorgeous and it may get torn down which is bullshit <laughs> guys we keep tearing down beautiful building well not as much as in this town as in other cities but if you keep tearing down all the beautiful buildings that you, we don't build anymore because we don't either want it's too expensive or because we're lazy and we like cheap, um, or we just simply can't do it anymore for different reasons, like it, that's that's a travesty. Now, granted, I am I, I want bigger buildings there. I want that all to be built up. But just get rid of the the single story buildings next to it. They're nothing. They're not interesting. Keep that, though. Keep that in the little space next to it or tear that out and then put something there. But keep that space because it's freaking cool. It's, it's a beautiful uh, facade. I don't, you know, I don't know the whole thing behind it, but if, if somehow at least at the, at the very least save it, like take it apart, take it away, and then rebuild it again for something else. I don't know. Sell it to, a sal- to someone who does salvage or something. I just don't want to see it get wasted. So that's, that's what's going on in 1822 Maine. Uh, according to David Johnson and a lot of these guys on the on the rag, they they think it's going to be announced pretty soon because there's been that much work going into it at this pace, and there's there's all this all this stuff behind the scenes. Everybody's finding out a lot of information really quick, so it's a good sign that we're going to hear some news very soon. And and also that's it's worth saying that uh, Mr. Johnson also pointed out that a major developer is involved in this, so. Don't know who, but outside of Burns McDonald must mean there's some a big name builder behind this. So that's so that's cool. That's that's worth mentioning. And yeah, so that's what's going on at 1822 Maine. And on to our next story. So we're gonna jump over to the rail yard. 
over there by the, just north of Union Station, south, very south edge of the crossroads. The Trax 215 project I mentioned earlier uh, has gotten approval for $3.9 million incentive, uh, tax incentives and all that stuff for the parking garage that they're supposed to build, I guess. I don't know why they're going to do that because they have a parking garage next to it, but I guess they want to build their apartment project on top of the garage, which we talked about last time. So I think that's what they're wanting to do. But they got the incentives for that. They still got a long ways to go for different things because they have to get approval from the city for other incentives and all other kinds of stuff. But a guy that's that's like the main spokesman for the project, or one of them, Chris Sally, uh, hinted that the pro uh, uh, that there are more projects in that area going on, not just tracks. So tracks is if you know you've got Lydia's and all that stuff right there. There's that parking lot that's right here. There's the one behind it, and then there's one next to it, and then there's the parking garage, and then another parking lot. Well, they're taking up that side, so the east side of the parking garage. So my guess is, is there's, a, there's another one going in on the other side that's in development that hasn't been announced yet. So this parking garage that they're building, that's not the one that's, I think that one's either is owned by the city, the one that's, that's, one that's already existing. But the other one will be, as we talked about last time, will be used, will be public so people they'll be it'll service different buildings and stuff like that so it'll, it'll help but the there there is talk that it will there will be more yeah that it'll bring up more projects in fact david johnson who commented on this particular thing said uh, the parking will support multiple projects and unlock other nearby parcels for redevelopment that aren't yet public so there's i guess a lot more going on over there currently than many of us probably thought there was. I, I think there may be something go, going on at the old stained glass window recl reclamation shop that was there on Southwest Boulevard across from the Broadway Deli because they've it just looks like there's activity going on. I don't know for sure, but um, it's a cool building because it used to be a, an old bank, but um, I'd be interested to know if there's anything going on there. But So, yeah, there's that's, that's what's going on currently with uh, with tracks 215 so there'll be probably some more information over the next month or so as the, as the election gets closer and things start winding down but onwards to our next bit so the The cleaning, uh, the Acme Cleaning Luzier Cosmetics Building. It's on uh, Gillum, just behind Costco. For those who are aware of this particular spot, it is currently being uh, been. It's been in in the process of being completely renovate, completely redone and restored as a workable building. It's an old building, and uh, just a couple days ago, through the Business Journal. It was announced some of the tenants for this spot. So, Robin Kraus, you know, you know, yeah, I think, yeah, you know, Robin Kraus. She is o opening two spots in there. Um, one is a grocery, uh, like a partial grocery store, I think. At least it's in the name. It's Billy's Grocery, and it's going to be a, a restaurant that is, what is it? It's going to be 4,500 square feet. Um, space, and it's going to be on the second floor of one of the building, and it's going to be a full-service restaurant, 
that'll be American cuisine. So that's that's interesting. I I didn't I didn't expect her to try to open a restaurant, but that's what she's doing. Um, and then she has another rest another spot. It's not a restaurant. It's called Apothe. So it's a like a, a soap store basically. They, they, it's a thousand feet. Um, traditional apothecary. It's on the first, as, as I said, first floor, uh, and they're going to be selling organic teas, creams, lotions, and bath soap. So that's that's kind of interesting. Um, I've I just never expected Robin to do something like that, but it makes sense when you see who the other tenant is. So the other tenant that's going in is is Hand and Land. So some of you have probably heard of Hand and Land. It's owned by uh, Nicole Lobdell and Jessica Moeller. Uh, it's a five-year-old company, but they, they're going to occupy 1,700 square feet of the space on the south building on the first floor as well. And the, it's, it's, it's a, and for those of you who don't know, it's, it, the Hand and Land is basically a spa that does a lot of natural products and things. So they're moving into that space, so it's kind of, it, it pairs well with, with Apothe. I'm assuming that's how you say it. At least my, my Greek training from, from college says it's, it's probably apothe. But anyway, the, that is, that's what's going on there. So for those of you who've been curious, you know, when going to Costco or, you know, going home or from, to or from work or whatever on Gellum and going, what's going on with that, that old, you know, Art Deco building? That's what's going on. So it's going to be pretty cool, I think. I, uh, I look forward to seeing it, what it looks like. Now, granted... I am curious to see how a second-story restaurant does because, well, there's not a lot of second-story restaurants, and yeah, that's there was some criticism from Casey Rag guys, or at least their their concern was is that, well, you know, second second-story restaurants don't necessarily do that well. Uh, I don't know about that personally uh, because I have a perfect example of a second-story restaurant that has been doing well for a very long time. Now, context determines meaning is what I learned in college. And that and this particular example has has to have some context. And that is Cafe des Amis in Parkville. Cafe des Amis is on a second floor of a building just above I believe it's the barbecue joint down there, Pullman's barbecue, I believe, in uh, Park downtown Parkville on, on the main street. So, it's been there for a very very long time. And it is on a second story, and it's 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 a great restaurant, and it's considered one of the one of the, like top three, top two best French restaurants in the Kansas City. So, I granted it's it's niche, and it's in Parkville. It's been there a long time. I mean, there's all these little things you have to factor in when looking at okay, why why is it still good? And it's it's got all these things lined up. But with that being said. I'm not too worried about it. I think it'll be okay. So we'll just see what happens. We'll just see what happens. So no announcement on when that's opening or anything. That's just who the tenant announcement. Uh, tenant announcement was from from the developers. So onwards to our our next story. So. One, both of these are kind of in tandem with one another. Uh, one is they're both related to Westport. The first one I want to mention is 
Uh, I have an inside scoop, and Nate, you're going to find this interesting. So I was at a show last night at the Rhino, right? And a buddy of mine, a long-time buddy of mine was there. And I won't, I won't give names or anything because it hasn't been made public yet. But, because uh, I, I don't have permission to say anything, so I'm not going to say who. But the, I have it on very, very good authority that Mills is in the process of building a bookstore. Mills Record Company is in the process of building a or building out a new bookstore right next to uh, Run 816, right there on Westport Road. So right across from the old Bella Regatza restaurant, uh, ATC, so Arizona Trading Company, and all those sorts of things, they're opening a bookstore right there on the corner where that Remax insurance or a, a realty spot used to be at. So they're they're opening a bookstore in there, and which is cool. Yeah. A friend of mine, yeah, dude, we need more. Like there is not enough in this town, and Prospero's is awesome. I love Prospero's and I love half price books, but that's just not enough. I mean, you got you got the 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 very uh, uh, colorful option of Steele's used books in North KC, and. I mean, that's about it. I mean, you got Barnes and Noble, or something, and that's that's it. There's not a whole lot, so we need more. And my and my buddy agreed. He's he's um, he's a very eloquent fellow. He's 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 very well read and educated, and is big on his specialty is in such things. And he's he's got a bunch of ideas that he would like to implement for a bookstore and what he sees that others aren't doing that he wants to do. So. So that's exciting. So first, first, if you, I don't know, maybe you already knew about it before I did. I don't know. But I found this out last night. Thought I would share it with you all. It's an exclusive scoop. At least I think it's exclusive. Uh, that Mills Records will also be Mills Books as well. Or, some, or maybe they won't call it that. Maybe they'll call it something else. But that's going to be opening probably sometime by the end of the year would be my assumption. But considering it's currently being renovated, I think. So anyway, that is that is what's going on right there at the east end of Westport Road. But I want to move on to a, a big announcement uh, that happened not that long ago, and it's related to the this plan to redo Westport, or the, uh, there's a, Zoning and all this stuff. It's this was city scene specifically, and a bunch of other people picked it up. It's new Westport master plan calls for shorter buildings, wider sidewalks, which is the main gist of the whole thing. But basically, uh, the Westport district master plan was created uh, after over because of concerns from various people in the neighborhood at the. Number number of big apartment proposals and construction. So the one at Broadway and Westport Road, and the one that's they've been trying to get off the frigging ground for years over at on top of or right next to and basically on top of what was the Beaumont Club and that 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 parking garage is over there. They it's uh, yeah Westport Terrace 
uh, at Manor, Manor Square. That's what it's called. And it's still remaining in the development stage. But it was a response to that because they went, oh, my gosh. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta fix things here. Now, I think that's a good idea overall, as far as on my end. I, I think because they want to put, they, like for instance, they want to widen the sidewalks. Have I don't think as really as much parking on the streets. At least that's what it was kind of hinted at. They want to where they can make the like fifteen foot sidewalks, and they want trees lining from Southwest Traffic Way all the way to to oddly correct and catch drugstore all the way to, to its terminus so they want it all the way there they want wide, the wider sidewalks they want uh, they want a, a cap limit uh, a zoning limit on the height of buildings as well so for instance in old Westport in uh, in the main area Pennsylvania Madison all that mills all that, they want the buildings for most of that to be no bigger than three stories uh, if they're going to have new development, if you're, there are some areas like where uh, Westport Terrace is supposed to be at, they they're willing to give a, a a what would you call it a a pass on that and, and a couple of other areas around that where they can build up to six, which the bill which Westport Terrace is supposed to be uh, a seven story building, and I guess that's. That's or, or maybe or nine stories, one of the two, because they're also building a. Ho they want to build a hotel with that. That's, 120 rooms. So between the two, it's seven and nine stories for each. But that, but those buildings, they want those to be down to six, for reasons I don't understand. Other than they don't want the neighborhood to lose its character, which, if you want it to not lose its character, then maybe you should have some things more related to the actual way the buildings are built, to what their facades look like and things, instead of height and things and, and stuff like that because that just seems like an odd choice to me the yeah the the uh the proposal i think is necessary in some ways but and, and which by the way they don't allow it for residential neighborhoods like they have to be stand it's there's exemptions they can't allow they're not allowed to do stuff but then also like on main street so where from 39th streets all the way along Main Street, they're right on the edge, all the way down for block several blocks. It's it they're, you're allowed to build up to ten stories there because it's Main Street and it's not really Old Westport at that point. So that's um, there's a lot of a lot of back and forth on this. I've read that this isn't exactly like this isn't codified law. So this is this is this is just. A plan. There's no. This has not been implemented by anybody. So, we'll see if it happens or not. But it it it's got all. It's got some backing, and it, and there's there's you know to be too much to any of these sides. But I uh, I think that yeah. I think that it's I think that it's a good idea overall. But also, I think that people should not freak out too much about development because we need it. 100%. But yeah, I agree. We we need we need the density. We yeah. need it because otherwise, there's no reason in having more restaurants and things like that and other businesses because there's not going to be enough people to frequent those on a regular basis right. that can walk or bike to them or take transport public transportation. Cars, cars. We don't want fucking cars. Excuse me. <laughs> we don't want cars. Cars are a problem, as we've talked about in the past. We don't want more cars. We need less cars in these things. We want people to 
be closer to where their things are and or be able to take transportation to get there. Or, you know what? Let's have some exclusivity. I'm about exclusivity personally. If you can't get down there, that ain't anybody's fault but your own. You know, if, then you need to find a way. Sorry. So that's how it's got to be. But anyway, we'll move on to the next thing. The there is a, a new restaurant that's opened at the what they're calling Tower East neighborhood. So off Gillum, over there by the El Torreon, um, called Brewer's Kitchen. This guy's got an idea to build a. Uh, I mean, it's a burger place it's called Brewer's Kitchen. As I said, it's owned by Chris Riggins. He was a uh, worked 13 years for Outback Steakhouse as a traveling um, trainer. And he decided to move back to KC. Crikey. Crikey, yeah. Bloody, bloody sheet mat. Wants to open his own bloody restaurant mat. And <laughs> this guy, so he wants to, he's building this restaurant. He always wanted to do that. It's over by where Urban Mining is now and all that and all these little interesting shops and artist spaces over there. But he's, he's going to do that. He's going to have uh, – it's, it's a very he- burger-heavy menu, and he's going to have 13 taps. But his, his niche thing is he's going to cook with mainly beer, like, as his, and his ingredients. So hmm. kind of – it'll be I'll, – I'll check it out. I, I think there's a lot of things like that, kind of. But, you know, I'm not going to rag on something. It's his dream. Let's check it out and see how, how, how good his dream is. So – that's good. that's at thirty one oh seven Gillum is where his place is at. So he happened to be over there. He uh, ho- uh, he opens today. As a matter of fact, folks, that's that's today. I to- almost to- I almost forgot. Today it was his opening. So um, I think, or at least that's his like soft opening. So he plans to have his grand grand opening like the fifteenth. So in a couple weeks. Anyway, Brewer's Kitchen. Check it out. So. Last bit I wanted to talk about before our time is up is uh, we have a there's a big truce development thing yet again related to um, the main strip there along 31st Street for those of you who are aware the old shopping areas uh, uh, at 31 uh, 15 through 31 truce uh, there's a plan by some some fellows by it's a really kind of a coalition of of partners here um named frank ellis tim bowman from compass resources and uh ovidiu pop buia he is a he is from florida i'm assuming he's probably polynesian he uh damn that's a dope name right (laughs) yeah he's probably like fijian or something but he uh it's like it's a it's a it's like a Taika Waititi or whatever, the guy that did uh, Thor Ragnarok and all that. Uh-huh. He, uh, so these three guys partnered with uh, some local organizations have uh, called the Midwest or Midtown Redevelopment Partners are trying to get the old, what you call it, the old Shankman and Mickelson building and the Tycor buildings, building, which were at the ad- address I gave. Uh, trying to get those redeveloped. So those old white facade, like 1920 early deco buildings, and they're wanting to turn those into retail. In phase one, they want to turn they want to turn it into re- uh, retail, office building on the second floors, and, and so forth, and uh, and then a museum, which is crazy. So and the museum is special actually, Midwest Museum of the Plains. So this is for a couple of native tribes to have a museum and that they can also sell their uh, their pro- their stuff that they make that's you know cultural stuff 
and they they want to take these buildings that are mainly used for storage and turn them into actual actual buildings like they once were because this was the heart of the shopping district of Kansas City at one point back from like 1925 1930 till 19 the 1950s yeah once the once the uh, redlining and all the all the uh, you know the Various things were going on in the 50s, car booming, people moving out away from the sub to the suburbs because, you know, whether it's for white flight or because, well, they can live anywhere and why not live in a place where I can have a big house and live away from the city from all the people. So whatever your stance on that is or whatever you think or whatever the context is, that's since that time that or during that time, that was that was what truce was. So now it's going to be turned into this and they're trying to get a. A, uh, trying to get their project off the ground. A $17 million uh, phase is what they plan for, multi-phase, but that's for the first phase, $17 million. They've got Trianor HL, which is their architect. And, yeah, uh, the, they're, they're trying to get the city. I think the city's going to go along with it. They're, they're really pushing for this, and I, it's going to happen. It's, I just doubt it's going gonna, it's gonna to fail. So... Everybody wants that thing to be that area to be fixed and to grow and be restored back to what it once was. So, amen to that. So that's that's going to be in the news over the next month or so. Also, it's also worth noting that uh, just a, a around basically behind and, and uh, on the caddy corner end of that block is the or a block away from there is uh, the old Laughagram Studio. So Walt Disney's first business he ever started. Is right uh, that old building's right over there. It's owned by a company called Thank You Walt Disney. It's a non-profit that's trying to start a kind of museum community center thing dedicated to his first studio, where he kept a mouse named Mortimer that supposedly is the basis for Mickey Mouse. So, uh, where Ubi works and all these all the most famous guys that worked on Looney Tunes and and you know all these different cartoons, they all came out of that. So, that is. That is where that's at, and that's the, there may be some stuff working there to try to get that going. So, anyway, that's all I got in the news. Uh, there quite a be, quite a few things, not as much as usual, but enough to, to, to talk about. Do you do you have anything to add, Nate? I'm really looking forward to the summer to all the developed news that you're going to be bringing to uh, the table. Yeah, just, uh, it's going to be good. Each each day, like two weeks, just talking about like. How much more a business has grown, or mm-hmm. like if they're relocating, or whatever. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Of yeah, just, uh, learning where the new things are going to be, man. It's going to be a big summer for everybody. It is, yeah. So, uh, a lot of people making moves, like we said. Yeah, there's there's a ton, and it's just going to build, folks. It just is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. It's not going to stop. Um, it would take a major economic meltdown or downturn for this to happen for our town. So, anyway. Any, anything else, Nate? That's it, Blake. All right. Well, folks, you all have a great uh, great couple weeks. Enjoy the beautiful weather. Let's pray there's no more tornadoes. And as always, know your city. Know your city.